Alice and go for it. With men, knowing that when we work together, we can come up with solutionist ideas that would truly move the continent forward. You are a limited edition, and no one can take that away from you. I believe that when they looked at it, they could be fearless as well, and they could be their authentic selves to be successful. Are you seeking to broaden your horizons? to stay relevant and become future fit? Do you want to fuel your creativity and inspire innovation? Or are you simply looking to put the kapow back into your business? Then look no further. Join Carmen Murray, entrepreneur, innovator, and tech fundi with her big personality and presentation style as she interviews celebrities, alchemists, newsmakers, and business experts to discover the stories behind their success. The Carmen Murray Show will open your mind and help you turn knowledge into magic. Let knowledge be your superpower. And now, from Solid Gold Studios, here's your host, Carmen Murray. Future Fit Tribe, before we start today's episode, if you are looking for more inspiration, visit my column on bizcommunity.com where I unpack the burning marketing issues that businesses face today. You can sign up for our FutureFit masterclasses at booyah.co.za to build connected customer experiences and also check out our other cool services. Last but not least, don't forget to book your tickets to our regular FutureFit networking events aimed at helping you surf the tsunami of change. The events bring fresh perspectives with tour de force speakers and thought leaders as we debate, learn, inspire, connect. Tickets always sell fast, so book today. All the links you need appear in the show notes of the episode or on the website. Now on with today's show. Alexa, tell us about Fearless Girl. Fearless Girl is a bronze sculpture by Kristen Visbill, commissioned by State Street Global Advisors via McCann, New York. The statue was originally installed on March 7, 2017, at Bowling Green in the financial district of Manhattan, New York City. It depicts a girl who, as originally installed, faced the charging bull statue. Alexa, what is fearless? The adjective fearless is usually defined as without fear, bold or brave, intrepid. Thanks for that, Alexa. Well, according to the Oxford Dictionary, Fearless is described as daring, bold, confident, lion-hearted, and dynamic. That is an African fearless girl. In 2017, investment Wall Street firm State Street Global Advisors called on companies to have greater gender diversity on their boards. They created a fund to invest in companies with women in leadership. What they wanted to promote was the power of women. On International Women's Day, the street firm placed a statue of a fearless girl in front of the bull in Wall Street. The statue, designed by Kristen Weibel, was meant to represent gender equality 
and encourage companies to employ more women at senior levels. Young and old were flocking to her. She became the social media phenomenon and became a broader symbol of female empowerment. We do have links to the show notes with all the case studies that we are referring to today. Last year, RMB created its own version of the Fearless Girl. Today in studio, we've got Linda Kachingwe Siswa, and she is the head of Africa Marketing RMB. We also have Dashni Pariachi, and she is responsible for inclusion and, in- and an equality lead at RMB. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Fantastic. Okay, I think let's jump into this because we have a lot to cover. Linda, give me a. Um, if first of all, before we start, if you were at a party, what would your elevator pitch be? I'd say I have a deep passion for Africa, and that's why over the last fourteen, fifteen years, I've dedicated my professional life towards building brands across the continent. Africa is a very dynamic continent; it's full of possibilities. And I'm just excited to work on the continent. Fantastic. I love that. Great elevator pitch. Ha, la quarter of God. <laughs> okay, you had time to think about yours. <laughs> Darshni, tell me what, at a party, what is your elevator pitch? I am most passionate about equality. And diversity without inclusion doesn't really work. So at RMB, my role is largely to support a culture of inclusion and equality. Wow. Big responsibility on your shoulders, Yes. big topic at the moment, Mm -hmm. and I don't think that that's a role that we are seeing a lot, not just locally, but internationally. No, there's a lot of diversity and transformation roles at the moment. My role was a new role created at RMB, looking specifically at inclusion and cultural inclusion as well. Hence our topic today, Culture Fit, African Fearless Woman. Linda, Give us a little bit more background of your business, the story behind RMB, and are you associated with State Street Global Advisors in Wall Street? So RMB is one of Africa's leading corporate and investment banks on um, in Africa. We have a presence. We're part of the First Run Group, which is one of Africa's biggest banks by market capitalization on the continent. So being a a corporate and investment banking firm, I think historically, you know that corporate and investment banking is associated with men. We have no relationship with State Street Global Advisors in the U.S., but what we thought was important with this fearless, the launch of the fearless girl was what it represents for us at RMB and what it represents for an African woman and girl. Historically, banking has been known as a male-dominated environment. But we also see at RMB and many other places that women have played a crucial role alongside in partnership with men in developing not just the banking sector, but in economies as well, both at presidential parliamentary levels, as well as in society. The narrative that has been around women in Africa of a woman's place doesn't really hold because on top of the traditional roles that women play in the home, looking after the kids and families, women have become so much more. The the presidents in countries, the driving economies, the CEOs of companies, as I speak now, three of the biggest banks in West Africa have board chairmen who are women. So, I mean, the narrative has just changed and Africa's fearless girl is a constant reminder of the important role that women play in society. I love that. And it's so true. I mean, we see our role as women in society evolving 
all the time. Darshni, tell us, how did this whole idea come about? You know, your own version of Fearless Girl. So we were very much inspired by this Fearless Girl in New York. But we, as women in R&B, which is very important, that it was actually initiated by the woman of R&B. We looked at the Fearless Girl in New York and we thought that she was beautiful, but we couldn't quite connect to her. There was an Africanness about her that was missing, and there was something that was missing for us. So we started toying with the idea of creating an African version of the fearless girl, and that's really where the idea came about. It was about having a, a version of the fearless girl that we could relate to as Africans. I love that. It's funny that you say that you guys couldn't connect to it. I had a discussion with a few women in leadership. We were sitting around a boardroom table and we were talking about this when it just came out. And we all said we love it, but there's something about it that we can't connect and we don't really know why. We couldn't figure it out. And it's funny that we as women have quite good intuitions, hey? Don't we? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Because the reason I'm saying that is, mind the pun, but I do think that you guys were very bold (laughs) to take on this statue because of all the controversy around it. Because a year or so later, or just after it launched and it won all of these awards, Cannes Lions, the following happened. The Wall Street firm state, Global Advisors had about 300 women in their businesses that were being paid less than male colleagues, according to an audit that they did. And a huge lawsuit against the company began, and they had to pay out millions and millions of dollars, I don't have the exact amount, to these underpaid women that had exactly the same roles and responsibilities as these men. And it started a global conversation around the statue becoming a PR stunt. And a lot of controversy happened around moving it around, taking it away, then putting it back. And then recently there's some disputes about who created the actual statue and so on and so on. The point of why I'm mentioning this is the fact that their backyard was not clean. They did not live their brand promise. They tried to create a perception that they're doing what's good. So in my terms, in my world, where I would refer to, they were not woke fit. Linda, what made you decide to go with this approach? So if you look at R&B, our proposition and what we sell to our clients, how we position ourselves, our way of working is around solutionist thinking, where when we look at the client, we try to understand what are their needs, what do they need, And we go and work together as a team, male and female, in partnership to make sure that we come up with, you know, solutions that are tailor-made for our clients to make sure that our clients achieve their set goals. So when we looked at Africa's fearless girl, what we thought was, yes, we know the background of New York and what happened there. But as Dashni said, we just couldn't connect from an Africa. It didn't have that Africanness that you know where it's about being bold and daring, but also being emotionally intelligent and having that partnership with men, knowing that when we work together, we can come up with solutionist ideas that would truly move the continent forward. Bringing in Africa's Fearless Girl for us was not a one campaign. 
it's part of what we do every day. And that's why if you look at Dashni and her role, it's testament to the fact that transformation and inclusion is absolutely key to everything we do as a brand at RMB. Most importantly, we also realize that a bank that just has one aspect, which is just the male side, will not produce the kind of solutions that our clients might be looking for. And that's why this partnership and for us working together was key. So if you look at Africa's fearless girl, it's not about a fight. It's about taking your place, having your voice and realizing the role that you bring to the party as a woman. I totally love what you're saying. One of the things that I always keep in the back of my mind is this new movement, the Me Too, Fairness First, all of these things are happening, not because we want to work against each other. It's because we want to find a way of working together and being one. I mean, they're even talking about, I don't know if you're familiar with Faith Popcorn, but she talks about the future of masculinity. And one of the things that she talks about is one gender. And it's about being as one. It doesn't matter who and what gender, what culture you are. It's learning to include each other's background, cultures, belief system, our our way, how we associate our life and project our story into life and bringing it all together to work together in one ecosystem. So I love that you're saying that because I think there's also a lot of things happening out there that's ostracizing men, making men feel extremely uncomfortable in an environment where they feel that if they say this or do that, then they're going to you know, get slapped over the wrist. And the message that you are trying to bring across is we're working together. So I think maybe, Linda, if you can just elaborate for our audience that hasn't seen the statue or know what it looks like, maybe give me a little bit of the story, how it was designed, who designed it, etc. So Africa's Fearless Girl at the moment can be is at One Friedman Drive on the Think Precinct at RMB offices. She was designed by Marike Prince-Lil-Rowe. And she stands with her hands on her waist, looking forward. And she's a black girl that looks very powerful. But what I find striking about that sculpture is that she stands alongside the lion, which is the symbol, the brand symbol for R&B. And she extends her hand towards the lion to almost guide it that we're working together and we're walking together. She doesn't look down on the lion. Her expression is about the future. She looks towards the future and it's a future that we co-create together. So it talks to who we are as a brand, the lion representing the traditional values that R&B is so well known for and the innovative, uh, sorry, traditional values and innovative ideas, which is our brand, what we, we know, we're known for on, in the market. So traditional values, the lion has always been an intricate part of who we are as a brand, fearless girl, as showcasing where we are on our journey and the future that we want to have as a brand. That is such a great answer. Why does it have two heads though? The two heads represent two male figures Ah. on either side. It's actually a bench that you can sit on. Oh. Yes. And the idea is you sit on the bench and contemplate fearless femininity. I love that. So since you you raised your voice, (laughs) I have a very big question for you. Is your backyard clean? As R&B. Well, uh, well, okay. Well, I would hope it's clean both ways. Oh, my goodness. Maybe three ways. We can take it three ways. Like, do, do you have a garden? No, no, no. What I meant is, uh, 
you are making a very bold statement. Yes, we are. And it's not a statement to take lightly, especially in an era of being woke. Is your backyard clean? Are you paying equally? Are you doing the right things to stand for these women? So I think we are definitely backing ourselves. It is a very bold statement. It's a statement that stands outside of our building. It's a statement that we've made to not only South Africa, but to the world. We are definitely backing ourselves. We have looked, like you said, in our own backyards. We are continuously striving for improvement. The number of women on our boards have increased. We are showcasing a number of equality initiatives within the business. We have a development program for women, which has been running for the last three years, actually. Oh, so you've been in this for a while. We've been in this for a while, yes. Yes. That's great. Tell me more about this development program. Our gender equality initiative is called Athena, after the Greek goddess of wisdom. Yeah. And that's been a growing movement in RMB for the last three, three and a half years. The movement was, although it was started by women, it became apparent that the gender conversation wasn't just one for women. And so men were included in the conversation as well. What that's done is that it's created a groundswell in RMB, where we're looking at equality from the top and encouraging from the bottom. The development program is called Lotus, and it's a program designed for RMB with a view of developing women leaders in RMB. So over the past three years, we've run three waves of the program. We are looking at running it again this year. The response has just been incredible. The number of women that have put their hands up to be part of the program and join this network has been amazing. That's amazing. As we're talking, I started reading this book, The Gold Code. Have you ladies read it? Yes. I mean, that book to yes. me is so empowering yeah. about us as women working together, yes. holding yes. hands together to uplift each other and strengthen each other yes. up, mm. which is such an important message because one thing that I've also seen on the dark side of women in business is that you also get the feisty type <laughs> and those that are willing to crush everybody around them to get to the top. And the important message is that you're saying, no, this is not what we stand for. In every part of your brand promise, you're aligning togetherness, unity. Yes. Yes. Love it. Can we just give you guys a round of applause? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's genius. Love it. I think if I can just add one more thing to it. I think we recognize that success means sacrifice for people. But sacrifice also comes in different ways for different people. And that we need to support everybody in that role. So I want to understand, Linda, from from you. So so now this big brand promise, this big symbol, the legacy behind your business. How are you going to align this with the the big vision for R&B Africa? So if you look at R&B, everything that we do, our vision is to be the CIB bank of choice in Africa. And in our present countries, what Africa's fearless goal represents is not just for the South African teenager or woman, but it's for an African woman. And that message resonates not just here, but in Botswana, Nigeria, and indeed all the other places where we have a representation. Just to put it in context, R&B 
from a first-rank group, we have a presence in 12 African countries where we have CIB operations. But we've been talking to some of our teams in Botswana, Namibia, Nigeria, and the other countries to see how we bring her to life in those environments as well and just open the conversation and make sure that she's there as a reminder of the role that women play and continue to play across the continent. So that is in the works. I mean, we're working with our teams around the clock. So yeah, keep, stay tuned. You yeah. might find, you might meet Africa's fearless girl somewhere on the continent. Yeah, we all are fearless. What are you talking about? We're fearless women. With the fearless girl still inside. Absolutely. Yes, the absolutely. nurturer. The nurturer, absolutely. Yes. And I mean, you talk about nurturing and that's important because I, and I just want to remind, especially young women who might be listening to this program, that for you to succeed, you don't have to be someone you're not. It's about being your authentic best self. And if you're a woman, you bring something that's extra that a woman would never have. Same thing where men bring something that we, we don't have. That's why this collaboration and working together is the only way that we'll win and develop our continent. I love that. That's so beautiful. One thing I do want to address there's a lot of biases uh, around, or I wouldn't say biases, but like a perception. When you say African woman, immediately the, the thing that people think is only black African woman is part of the conversation. And I mean, we actually had a debate recently at one of the events that I attended where we were having a discussion specifically around this. We all represent our continent. We are all proudly African. When you say African woman, what do you mean by that? I don't believe that African is a skin color. African is a feeling that we all have in our hearts. I am African. I'm proudly African. I believe that we are all African, no matter how we look. It's what's in our hearts that matters. I love that. And thank you so much for saying that, because I think it's such an important message to get out there. So another question that I have for you, Darshni, is why a girl in the statue and not a woman. We looked at the fearless girl in New York. She was a bit too young for us. And like I said, we didn't connect with that. So we wanted a more mature girl, a teenage girl, who was starting to think about her career, starting to think about her place in the world. And we wanted her to be a symbol for not just women in South Africa, but for young girls as well. We wanted our girls to look at this statue and be inspired. And we wanted our girls to look at it and to believe that when they looked at it, they could be fearless as well. Mm. And they could be their authentic selves to be successful. I love that. Just to, just to add on to that, Dashni spoke about us choosing a teenager as that moment when you're a teenage girl is a moment of transition from being a young girl to an adult. It's a moment where a lot of young girls struggle with identity. They try to find themselves and to see, to really find their place in the world. And even when you grow up, 
the many times as a woman, as a person, that you still find yourself in that stage where you want to continue to reinvent yourself and to discover who you really are at a point in time. So we didn't want to put an older woman where a young girl will think, well, I have to grow up to be this. We wanted to keep that dream alive of knowing that at that stage in your life, when you're trying to find yourself, you're still, your individuality still is important. You're still a limited edition. You can still bring something that's so different and you can be whatever you want to be so be fearless and go for it so that's why we thought we we wanted to capture her at that phase in in at that moment and that phase of her life because that's a phase that I feel we continuously we carry with us over the years as we grow older I love that you you mentioned the word limited edition a few episodes ago, we had Dr. Adriana Marais on the show. She's going to Mars. She's part of the Mars One Project. And we were talking about her whole journey. I mean, going to Mars and sacrificing your life for the future generations, I think it takes seven years to get to Mars. It's like a, it's a big, big thing. And the training and stuff that's happening in her life, it's quite incredible. You must go and listen to it. But one thing that she said in that interview to me was so profound is she had this dream when she was a little girl. She was standing outside on her bicycle, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. She was riding a bicycle and it's dawn and she started seeing the stars. And she was dreaming that she wants to go to the stars and she wants to leave this planet and live on a different planet. Now you think to yourself, <laughs> in those days, I don't know, Obviously, uh, Neil Armstrong opened up that dream as an astrologist once they landed on the moon. And that was a dream because of somebody else's achievement that awoke this within people's hearts. And there was all of a sudden this huge growth in science and the interest in maths and science and so forth and physics. And it was interesting to me that many, many years after that happening, knowing that somebody went to the moon, that she was, she was there and she was thinking and dreaming that she would leave this continent, on the continent, she will be leaving this earth, it's a planet. <laughs> and this is exactly what I think the fearless goal is all about. Absolutely. And how amazing that an African woman will be going to Mars. I mean, hello. <laughs> Darshni, inclusion and equality lead. It's obviously a new role as we established earlier. But what is this role exactly all about? How do you enforce this powerful message within your organization on a day-to-day -day basis? So it's very much a cultural change that needs to happen or cultural improvement that needs to happen. It's systemic change that we're building into the system. It's not about once-off programs or let's go away on a training course or anything like that. It's about the little things that we do every day in our culture that ensures that we promote equality and inclusiveness. Inclusiveness is sometimes described as, well, they say diversity is being invited to a party and inclusiveness is about being asked to dance. And that's what we want for all our employees at RMB, is when you walk through the doors that you feel like you belong. And when you feel like you belong, you'll be engaged. And when you're engaged, it's obviously great for the company as well. I love that. Please invite me to your company that I can take a selfie in front of this fearless African lioness so that I can come and dance with you at RMB because it you sounds amazing. Definitely <laughs> <can>. <laughs> I want to be at the party. I love that. that is, so how ironic is that we open up and say, 
introduce yourself as if you were at a party and that's exactly like how you define exactly. it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> how amazing is that? Huh. Okay, so Linda, knowing is doing. What are you doing to enforce further action to rise the next fearless woman generation in Africa? So I think if I look at the Athena program that we have, internship programs within the group where we bring in not just graduates, but also learners from previously disadvantaged backgrounds who come and work with us for a period of time at RMB and just get exposure into that world mentorship of young people who are in school. There's so much that's on the go that just makes sure that, you know, we're empowering other people and the younger generation to know that this is there for them and that we're working hard, those of us who are there today, to leave a legacy and a strong foundation where they can come and be able to build. I love that. And the one thing that's something that's really resonating with me, everything that I'm hearing today is talking to me about being purpose fit. Yes. It's yes. really a business that is driven by purpose. I always say I'm I'm very passionate about future fit and business is becoming future fit because I believe they time shift. A future fit business comes from the future to the present and identifies tomorrow's problems today in order to work on tomorrow's profits. But it needs to be aligned with a purpose that holds the whole ecosystem together. And what I love about what you guys are doing is purpose is not a strategy. It is actually something that you live and breathe. And that is what makes it completely different to what happened in Wall Street. Spot on. Hey? That's true. Absolutely. And and like I said, our fearless girl came, the request came from the people of of RMB. It didn't come from our marketing strategy. It was the women in RMB saying, this is what we want. This is what we think is going to make a difference. Don't you have little statues of the fearless girl? Yes. Yes. So we, when we we launched, we officially launched. We we had at the R&B Turban Art Fair, we had the the fear. That's where the fearless Africa's fearless girl first made her appearance. And on the first night, the twenty sixty centimeter maquettes, the bronze maquettes that had been made limited edition, were sold out. Huh. Mine stands proudly in my house. I am oh, mine so too. jealous. What, is was yours for free? <laughs> no, I, I wish it were, no. <laughs> so, and interestingly enough, some of the proceeds from the sale of yes. the markets went towards empowering a woman artist as well. Is there no room to make like 3D versions of this? Like since you are a future fit organization working towards becoming more and more future fit to make 3D versions that we all can buy some? That's an interesting idea. We we'll, will definitely have that conversation. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I want one. <laughs> That's a good idea. We'll, hundred we'll, is we'll definitely def- not enough. We'll definitely talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So since we are working towards the future, a 3D version could be Absolutely. a very cool one. That's a good idea. Mm. You better start working on it because the moment that this launches, somebody else is going to do it. So you better start <laughs> working on it quickly. Linda. I'm going to first ask you this question, then, Darshni, if you can answer this question. If you had a stadium packed with little girls, teenagers, and women facing adversity, bullying, discrimination, abuse, the system, in reality, the system is still against many of these women still, to give them hope and to put that spark back into their eyes, what message will you on a personal level level, give these young girls, teenagers and women to rise as African fearless women? 
So my advice to them would be, you are a limited edition and no one can take that away from you. So you can bring something that no one else can. And that's why it's important that you find your voice no matter what you're going through. You need to keep your head up high. Find people in your network who are willing to help you out. Throughout my career, I've always had mentors in my life, in school, people I looked up to who I knew could help me, could guide me. It's important to have those people because they, they remind you who you are. Don't let negativity define you. You're greater than that. Rise above it. But most importantly, find your voice. Love it. Find your voice. Mm-hmm. And you know, the important thing is Meghan Markle actually said, we don't even need to find our voices. We have a voice. That's true. People need to listen to, exactly. to what we have to say. Exactly. Love that. Darshni? My message would be, together we rise. We can rise above adversity. We can rise above our circumstances. We have the power within us to rise. And you, you need to look inside yourself to find that power. Look at what makes you authentic. Look at what makes you stand up tall. Think of our fearless girl and how she stands tall. And let that be a reminder that we are all in this together. We all stand together and we all rise. I love that. And I would just like to add to the message that both of you just mentioned is also for our audiences out there. Being a fearless woman, you can't be a people's pleaser. You're going to have to be the salmon that swims upstream. You're going to have to challenge yourself all the time to rise up. And fearless is not being scared of of the consequence of good things. Mm. If you have a good purpose and and a good idea or a good goal in your life and you want to change it, you have to go upstream. And it's not easy, but being fearless is the most rewarding thing in a person's life. Absolutely, it is. Okay, Darshni, what does future fit business mean to you? I think a future fit business is one that we walk through the doors as employees and we feel like we belong. We are agile and adaptable no matter what the circumstances are. And we represent our country. For me, that's what a future fit business means. Linda? A future fit business is a business that recognizes that the world that was there yesterday is not the same as the one that's there tomorrow. So a business that's able to transform and change itself and become relevant to the client, to the community and to its employees is a business that will be here for years to come. Mm -hmm. So we all need to ensure that we don't become the Kodak or, you know, we don't become enter in the graveyard of the titans of businesses by continuously reinventing ourselves and being on the pulse Mm. of our communities, of business, of the economy, but most importantly, pulse of the people. The important message that we recently, um, so we have Trend Fit episodes with Dion Chang and one of his episodes that we launched recently was specifically around this whole thing about change. And they mentioned Flux Trend that Fortune 500 I think it's only 15 companies that survives over a a period of 15 years Mm -hmm. or there's there's a very small amount of companies that last because they don't have change embedded in what they do and they don't transform with the times. And I think the important message, exactly as you say, is to evolve with the times around you and to change and disrupt your business model. There's like, Darshni, what you were saying about the culture. The culture is is something that's there. You will always have politics in culture. But if you look at Zappos, how Zappos have transformed their culture by making the customer first. It's all about 
being customer centric. And I think those things is just like adapting to what people and what our customers are asking us and telling us what they want. And it's very refreshing to hear that there's brands really taking the baton and being proudly African and leading us into the future. And kudos to you and your whole team, because I know that behind both of you is probably an enormous team. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to make this come to life. So kudos to everybody. Thank you. Okay, so in tradition, we play a game at the end of the show so that we can have a little bit of fun on a very serious conversation here. Okay, so what are we going to play is 30 seconds. Have you guys played 30 seconds before? Yes. Yes. I'm not going to say when and how you play this um, because I, I do know that you represent a brand. <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do here is I'm going to start with Darshni. You are going to have a card, you choose, and we're going to have a ticker for 30 seconds and you need to try and explain to me what's on these cards without mentioning the names. I will do my Okay, <laughs> all right, pick a card on your marks, get set, Go. Um, he had the ark. Noah? Um, it is a kind of dance that you do. The waltz, uh, rock yes, and roll, Yes, but it's the name of a song. Oh, the girl at the end. Dirty uh, dancing. No. Uh, okay, a book about uh, a whale. Move on. (laughs) A place in the United States. It's a. um... Ah! (laughs) What were you explaining? I had Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. A place in the United States. And I'm trying to think now. How do I explain it? And Moby Dick. Waltzing Matilda. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. What was the other one? There was a, they were, uh, the last one we What did is the whale? To... The whale book. Moby Dick, right? Is that Moby Dick? <laughs> Sorry, my humble apologies. That is a book I haven't read. Okay. Remember, in, in my Afrikaans, my mark, my Afrikaans stories for Talwer. I, did, I didn't have the privilege of all these books. I'm just saying. <laughs> I had work Afrikaans books. Would you have Afrikaans books read? For all our international audiences, we are speaking Afrikaans now. I, so, I know that it sounds very aggressive, but it's actually a very polite conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Linda's taken a card. On your marks, get set, go. The president after Nelson Mandela. <gasps> Mbeke. Yes. Um, it's a city in Australia. Stuck. Sydney? No, the other one. Melbourne? Yes. Um, my goodness. Move on, next one. Uh, oh, you watch movies there. The brand. Cinema. Yes. Uh, um, a country just north of Kenya. Nairobi. A country. Nairobi. Oh, a country. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Um, I don't know. Uh, Uganda. Uganda. But you did well. You got three <gasps> out of five. So. Listen. <laughs> What was the other ones? Chariots of Fire. This was fun. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, we would like to thank you so much for your time. We know you're very busy ladies and keep on doing the good work. Just keep on doing what you're doing and rise up the future fearless goals of tomorrow. Well done. Thank, thank you so you. much for having us. Thanks for having us. 
to our amazing audiences around the world, thank you so much for your ongoing support. Please take a moment to review and rate your favorite episodes, which will help others find us. You mean the world to me, and I thank you for being part of my journey to get people future fit. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Carmen Murray Show, another solid gold podcast. For show notes and more episodes, visit solidgoldstudios.co.za slash Carmen Murray.